supplements, vitamins, and minerals, an all-natural soup, salad, and smoothie bar, as well as a healthy grocery store and gift shop. So get good with the world. Be happy. Get healthy. And that all starts at the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's the kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back. And there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that is time to get your 4 before side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. 4 before spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Dr. Colin Hardy and his team at Atlas Chiropractic are here to help. When your spine is out of alignment or subluxated, the nervous system can't function properly. Spinal misalignments can lead not only to headaches and back pain, but also sleeplessness, chronic tiredness, decreased immunity, and general malaise. Don't wait. Call Atlas Chiropractic today for a free examination and consultation with Dr. Hardy. It's time to spring into a healthier you at Atlas Chiropractic, Sheridan's premier wellness center. Call 672-6000 to schedule your appointment. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Finally, we can get back to normal life in Wyoming. And that means get out and go somewhere, do something, but get the car ready for summer travel after limited use for so long. Midas to the rescue with a complimentary safety inspection, plus discounts on oil change packages and savings on other critical components like up to 120 bucks off tires and 100 off brakes. Stop in and the good folks at Midas will fill you in on all the details. Midas Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. And good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now here at Sheridan Media, our hearts go on to the folks living around the Yellowstone area who are being affected by this intense flooding. Yellowstone National Park remains closed with the amount of damage to the bridges and the roadways. Many sections of the park may remain closed for quite some time. And speaking of travel, today the average price of gas in the U.S. is listed at $5 a gallon, with no indication that it will do anything but increase in the near future. According to the U.S. Travel Association, for the first time since the start of the pandemic, travel spending was 3% above 2019. And nearly 6 in 10 American travelers, or 59%, say rising gas prices will definitely impact their decision to travel within the next six months. I took a poll not too long ago for Jackson Electric Open Lines asking you if uh, gas prices have affected the way that you drive. And the majority of people, an overwhelming majority, said that you know it started affecting uh, the way that they drove a long time ago. 
And on the phone with me this morning is Wyoming Highway Patrol Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen. He and his team patrol the 4th District of the state here in Wyoming. This district encompasses the entire northeast of the Cowboy State. Good morning, LT. Morning, Floyd. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, sir. Uh, now, we did plan on having you in the studio with this this morning, but uh, the, something tragic has happened. Uh, is there any way that we can help out? Actually, we don't have to worry about it. I literally found out seven minutes ago that w- that our our friend that we've been trying to look for has been found and is doing just fine and is okay. Fan. Fantastic. So, that is great news to hear. Exactly. And, uh, you know, thank you to you, your team, uh, Search and Rescue, who've gone up there and, and found that individual. That is great news. Uh, now, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm really, I'm a little sore. So I started back into some pretty heavy workouts yesterday. So my body's feeling it this morning. But other than that, I'm doing really good. Heading back into the gym, huh? Man, I got to. I got to. 40 is showing up in a couple of months, and I'm like, man, I got to get going again if I'm going to do this. I can't go into 40 being a little being a little slow and out of shape. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'm 42 years old, and I think the metabolism has finally slowed down, my friend. Either the metabolism has slowed down or the donut addiction has increased beyond my control. I haven't decided which one just yet. Uh, but uh, oh, I get it. Buddy. <laughs> How's your team doing? They're doing really good, man. They're they're getting ready and getting prepped for the summer. And I mean, we're already starting to see summer travel showing up. And uh, but happy for the warmer weather. Enjoying the moisture though as it's coming. I mean, I'm sitting up above Bighorn right now, and it is gorgeous looking over the valley right now. So loving the moisture. Um, but looking forward to getting out and doing some summer stuff ready for the snow to be completely off the mountain so they can go enjoy the mountain a little bit as well. Absolutely. June is my favorite month of the year. Wyoming is green. And uh, my wife and I just uh, got back from a vacation. We got through Yellowstone uh, before the flooding occurred, thank God. And uh, we went down into where I grew up, down into Star Valley. And that is right next to the Rockies. And you know, looking at a at a mountain or a hillside, and you've got, I don't know how many different shades of green on that hillside. It's absolutely beautiful right now. Uh, take the family out for a drive. Maybe, you know, don't go that far, but uh, you don't have to. You live right next to the Bighorns. Now, it is only June, uh, and, and have you noticed a significant decrease in the amount of uh, highway travel this year as opposed to uh, years in the past? Not as much as I thought I would see, to be honest with you. So listening to the stats that you brought up at the beginning of the show, I mean, that was really where my mind was going to, that we were going to see a huge decrease in travel. But, man, there's still quite a few people that are running around. Um, I don't think that it's going to be like pre-COVID type traffic um, that we were used to. I don't think it's going to be quite that high, but... I don't know that it's as low as I expected it to be anyway. There's still people that are trying to get out and go around. Yeah, yeah. That's that's something that I noticed as well. Uh, I, I know someone who uh, was in Jackson Hole, the Yellowstone area, uh, just before me. And they said, you know, they, they take this trip every year. And they said that they didn't see the amount of people this year that they usually did. 
when I went through Jackson, uh, it's still pretty busy. Nowhere near as busy as last year. But uh, still still an increased amount of folks out there. I was kind of surprised at the sheer number of uh, cars and trucks out on the road. Are you noticing a drop in any truck trailers, delivery-type uh, semis out there on the roadways? No, I still think we're, we're going to see that um, as a consistent flow. Um, right now, I mean, we're still catching up in getting commodities delivered. There's trucking companies that are begging for drivers. Um, man, if anybody on the radio needs a job, there are trucking companies hiring all over this nation. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're definitely needing, needing drivers. So there's still that demand is still there. So while the demand is there, they're going to be moving. Um, you're just going to feel it a little bit more when you go to the store to buy it. That's the, that's the, where the, the cost rolls down to is the consumer, right? So, um, as they're having to pay higher fuel costs, we're going to see it in just what we're buying at the store. And I think you're starting to see that already as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the costs for shipping goods, uh, for the ones that show up, uh, let's say, I think it was, uh, just in the last couple of days, uh, my wife and I have uh, gone to a, a restaurant and gone to the store and had both the restaurant and the store be out of almost basic type of necessities. Uh, you know, one restaurant that I was at was at a hamburger, of all things, which wow. which really surprised wow. me. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of shocked me on that one. Um, so I, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, that's where we're going to see the big pinch, uh, for the, the things that actually do get in there. Now, have there, have, have you and your team, uh, seen a drop in citations or is that, uh, still, still pretty common in number? People, people still like to hustle. I think they, they enjoy seeing that 80 mile an hour speed limit and think, wow, we can get across Wyoming in a hurry. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so they, they push it a little bit. So, no, I wouldn't say that we've seen a decrease in that. And um, really where we've been focusing our attention on as well this start of the summer is construction zones. So really making sure that we make an emphasis in um, keeping our construction workers safe, making sure people are slowing down going through those construction zones. Um, so that, that's where you're going to see a little bit more presence, um, locally here anyway, is, is in the construction zones. In fact, we did a little um, group effort last week um, in the construction zone out by the Acme Interchange, Exit 14. And um, I got home and happened to be scrolling through social media a little bit and saw that there were people asking, hey, what's going on at Acme? There seems to be like a lot of state troopers there. And it made me kind of chuckle a little bit like, no, there's nothing going on. We're just wanting to reinforce the fact that we need people slowing down through construction zones. So we had a few extra guys hanging out in that zone and hanging out in that area. So, um, yeah, that's really where we're trying to, to focus our attention right now, just to remind people that it's important that you slow down, pay attention, and are uh, diligent as you're going through those construction zones. Now, when do you usually see the big increase in travel over the summer? Is it as late as July? Yeah, so I think you're going to – we really see the big stuff leading into the 4th of July. That's where we see a lot, and then leading into Labor Day, because on top of holiday travel, you've got kids going back to college. 
So that's that's where you see a big um, a big push of traffic is going into the the memorial or the excuse me the Independence Day holiday weekend. There's a lot of travel there, and then Labor Day we see quite a bit. Those are the two big travel times that we see. June is kind of just that slow acceleration up. Yeah, yeah. You've seen you've seen the highways for here in in the Cowboy State uh, for a number of years. With this tragedy going on over in Yellowstone, do you think that maybe there will be a, a big decrease, or do you think that they'll just find other places to go here in the state? No, I, I think we will see a decrease. My, it breaks my heart to see that. Um, it's incredible, the power of nature, right? Absolutely. Um, it is such an incredible, incredible force, and sometimes we take that for granted a little bit. Um, I was watching some of the videos last night, watching the – the videos from Gardner, Montana, where you were seeing sheds being sheds and garages being pulled into the river, as well as employee housing um, that are just falling into the Yellowstone River. So, um, yeah, it breaks my heart to see that. Um, I mean, that's a huge tourist destination spot. Everybody loves going to see Yellowstone. I mean, obviously, you and the family just went. Um, such a beautiful, beautiful um, area that we get to live in and get to experience. So, yeah, it, it breaks my heart. I've got um, friends that used to live in Red Lodge, actually just moved out of Red Lodge. And so to see that happen as well up there is is rough, man. That's just a river running right down Main Street, and it's crazy to see that. So, yeah, I, I do think so, Floyd, though. I think at least for, the, for Wyoming, um, with that going on, depending on how long those closures last, I think you will see um, – some people that change their plans and go find um, a different destination, um, which may affect what we see here in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I'm with you. Many of the photos and videos that are coming out of Yellowstone right now in that entire area, wow, absolutely heartbreaking. I've got some friends who live in the area, and, and they are safe, uh, but they're posting videos. And, and, you know, some of the things that we're seeing, um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, I was driving through there just a couple of days ago, uh, and it's amazing how fast everything can really change. And, you know, I've even got a friend who was uh, up on that mountain. Uh, he was at one of the campsites, and he posted his evacuation. He recorded the whole thing uh, with him and his family, and he had to be evacuated out of there. Now, during emergencies like this one, is the role of the highway patrol to maintain safe travel through roadways, or are there other roles that the patrol can take on in these types of situations? Yeah, so super flexible. Um, kind of one of those things is is where is help needed and how can we provide the best support? So if it is just trying to direct traffic along a highway to close off an area to not allow traffic in there, and divert traffic in other directions to that search and rescue type operation, running through campgrounds, um, gathering people up, pulling people up. We see that during um, wildfire season. When we get wildfires that start to get close to communities, um, we jump in and help out. They did that down in Laramie um, last year when that we had that big fire outside of Laramie. So, um, yeah, really, really flexible. That's the beauty of the job, the uh, jurisdictional authority that we have covers the entire state of wyoming so we can be anywhere and help out wherever whenever however so what whatever um as we talk to our incident commanders 
um, and just find out what support they need and where we can help out and be most effective. That's where we're going to go, and that's what we're going to do. Fantastic that you guys can actually help out with just about anything. Uh, I really think that that's, that's one of the good things about the Wyoming Highway Patrol, your versatility. Uh, you know, uh, have, have any requests come in? Uh, and I, I would imagine it's the National Forest Service or the National Park Service. Have any requests come in to assist in the Yellowstone area that you know of? Uh, I, I, is that District 3 that's over there? That, that, so you're going to see both District 3 and District 5. So District 3 would cover the Jackson area up in on the southern end, and then District 5 would cover from Cody over into the um, park. So two different YDOT districts there. I have not specifically heard that they have requested, but um, it would not surprise me at all if that request has been made. Um, it, It would not surprise me at all, and it probably has been made. I just, being outside of those two districts, haven't heard um, of anything happening. Um, And I also know that we've helped out in times where if, if folks in Red Lodge need some assistance too, you know, wherever we can help out as a state, Wyoming has always done a really good job of that. Um, And so I have no doubt that the governor and um, our director, director Reiner are working with folks in those areas to try and help out and and extend their support um, and prayers, especially to those areas as just however they can help out in, in the best that we can provide. Absolutely. All right, when we return, we're going to continue with our Wyoming Highway Patrol. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. CNB is proud to be your local John Deere dealer and is excited to now carry even more products to meet your needs. They've expanded their inventory and are now your new one-stop supply shop. Join them for their open house on Friday, June 17th and Saturday, June 18th with a grill out on Friday from 11 to 1. Don't miss out on the great deals and your chance to win. Join the team at CNB for their open house and check out their new expanded inventory at CNB located at 2491 Heartland Drive in Sheridan. As a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager of Sheridan Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on nine different radio stations? Partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, sharedomedia.com and sharedomwyoming.com. Let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today. 672-7421 or email sales at sharedamedia.com 
and let us go to work for you. Please join us on Saturday, June 19th for the Bighorn Volunteer Fire Department's annual pancake breakfast. It will be from 7 to 10 a.m. at the fire station in beautiful downtown Bighorn. There is no charge, as this is our way of saying thank you for all the community support we receive. There will be a raffle for some great prizes, including an ATV. It's the Bighorn Volunteer Fire Department's annual pancake breakfast, Saturday, June 19th from 7 to 10 a.m. at the fire station in Bighorn. See you there. Friends of the Sheridan County Library invite your family to the Storybook Festival and Fun Run Saturday, June 25th, 7.30 to noon at Whitney Commons Park. Enjoy for free local craft vendors, live music, a magic show, food trucks, family games, and so much more. If you'd like, come as your favorite storybook character. There's a small fee for the 1 mile and 5K. Thank you to our great sponsors, Rab Plumbing and Heating, First Federal Bank and Trust, Felix International, Sheridan Media, and RE Design Group. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends over there at Alliance and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining the, me this morning over the phone from the Wyoming Highway Patrol is Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen. LT Dot is getting a lot of projects done this year. Uh, do you happen to know any information on some of the projects that are going to be taking place right here in our own District 4? So, yeah, um, there is, in fact, right now going on um, a public meeting for the Main Street um, project that they've got coming up. And that's a, that's a year out still, but they're having a lot of meetings with a lot of the businesses there. So, in fact, that's why... Um, Laura Dallas wasn't able to join us this morning on the meeting. She's involved in that. Um, so um, they have that, and there's going to be a second meeting. Laura asked that I pass on that there will be a second public meeting um, tomorrow, this Wednesday at 4 p.m. at 306 North Main Street. So 306 North Main Street. Um, or we've actually even got a booth set up for third Thursday. So when Third Thursday shows up, Laura will be at a booth there to talk to people. So really just wanting to stress what's going on with that project, how that's going to affect travel down Main Street, um, how we're still going to provide access to businesses on Main Street. So if you're a business owner, if you're somebody that frequents a business there and you're curious on how that's going to look, show up, gather some information, um, either tomorrow at the meeting or stop by and visit with Laura at her booth on Third Thursday. So we have that one. Um, Fifth Street Project is kind of, they got the stoplight in. I haven't heard any, um, no news. I'm going to take it as good news. I haven't heard anything from people about how the stoplight is working. So I'm going to say that by not hearing anything, people are happy with it. Um, but they're still doing the um, curb work and kind of the beautification stuff down Fifth Street. That project is still going. Um, Acme Interchange, exit 14, um, that's just kicking back off again. So, again, you saw us out there. Um, last week pay attention slow down it's 45 miles an hour if you're headed out towards ranchester coming into town you got to take the exit and come back up they're trying to get that done once that bridge area is done they're also going to be redoing the surface um, a mill and overlay surface from that exit 14 area all the way into um, exit 20 so you'll have a big chunk of uh, mill and overlay that's coming up after that project is done. So we've got that one going on locally in Sheridan. Um, U-Cross project is done. So if you take a drive out to Claremont, um, you've got brand-new pavement to drive on from U-Cross out to Claremont. So that one is all wrapped up and completed. 
Um, and then we have, obviously, still the Ranchester Bridge plug, plugging along. Um, so we've got all the girders up, it looks like, on that one side. I just drove through yesterday. So we've got that one. Um, that one is still still moving and a little behind on that project. Looks like that one won't be completed until spring of next year. So that one's, that one's taking a little bit longer than we expected. Uh, one that's going to start here soon up on the mountain that will affect your travel up on the mountain is they're going to do a surface again mill and overlay from Burgess Junction to Sibley Lake. So if you're bringing your camper up on the mountain or headed up to go camping, again, take your time, slow down, be aware that they're going to be redoing the surface there from Burgess Junction to Sibley Lake up on 14. Um, and then the only other one I can think of is we've got Mother Nature again in her in her power. Um, we have a little bit of a slide just at the bottom of Steamboat. So our geologists have been paying really close attention to it. Um, our YDOT maintenance staff and engineers are keeping a very close eye on it as well. They've created a little um, pullout area so in case it moves anymore, we can divert traffic off of that. So um, just to be aware of that, these guys, for anybody that's concerned with that slide there, our YDOT guys are being very, very diligent in keeping an eye on it to make sure that travelers up and down the mountain are, are safe. Good deal. So that's what we've got locally here. Now, uh, I noticed there's there's some uh, barrels outside of Sheridan on the westbound lane of the freeway. Uh, do we know what's happening up there? It looks like um, there so, may have been a, a small slide like there was, I think it was last year. Yeah, so again, they're just, that's that same area that slid last year. Um, they're working on driving some pylons and stuff into that area, or will be um, when that project comes. So that's what those barrels are there for, just to let people know that, yeah, we're aware of that slide. We're keeping an eye on it. Um, we're trying to keep people off the very edge of the road there. Um, so yeah, the ground moves around a lot up yes, here. Yes, it does. Really, really interesting. Coming from Rock Springs, man, we didn't have that down there. So uh, yeah, the ground moves around a bunch up here. Which yeah, really surprised me. And uh, you know, driving through Yellowstone a couple weeks ago, I've, I noticed uh, you know the the amount of road damage in Yellowstone was actually really significant. That place is moving all the time. Uh, and, and of course, when the ground moves, our roads are going to change. Um, now, we've talked about it in the past. Uh, you touched on it in the first segment. Uh, what are some things you would like the public to know regarding safe travel through these construction zones? Man, yeah, just uh, pay attention. That, that's the biggest thing. Be aware of what's going on. Um, a little, a little extra, um, effort into your driving, slow down, give those workers a chance to do what they need to do, um, without being concerned about what you as a driver are doing, going through there, um, give people a good following distance. So in case they have to come to a stop quickly, you're not going to come up behind them too fast where you can't avoid them. Um, and, uh, Watch out for cones and barrels with the weather that we get around here. Sometimes the wind will push those things around. So be aware of that, that there may be a cone that gets shoved out in the road because of the, because of the wind. So be aware of that. Know that there are maintainers that are out on those projects that are supposed to be picking those up. So be, they'll, be, they'll be there eventually if they hadn't gotten there 
by the time the cone was there. But, uh, yeah, watch your speed, slow down, give a good, appropriate following distance. Don't be crowding the back of other vehicles. Um, and uh, my best advice on if you've got somebody that is crowding the back of your car, um, so if you've got somebody that's come up behind you really fast and they're, they're hugging the back end of your car, I know a lot of people think that, well, if I just speed up, then I'll increase that gap. But, honestly, the best thing to do is to slow down a little bit more. They may get a little grumpy with you. But that's not your fault. That's theirs. So um, I'm not going to lie. That's exactly what I do. I, <laughs> you know, you want to tailgate me? We're going to go 10 miles an hour, buddy. Yep. Yep. So slow down. Slow down for sure. Now, one more thing I want to touch on you before I let you go, sir. I know you guys are really busy. You're probably trying to get everybody organized up there. Um, are there any positions open uh, that you would like to announce right now in the Wyoming Highway Patrol, or is your team full and uh, and and going along? So we are we are in need of troops in Gillette, um, as well as the Sundance area. We've got a vacancy over in the Sundance area, and we've got a few vacancies over in Gillette here in Sheridan. Um, we are full over here, so we're doing well here. Gillette is a few people down. I think we're three down over in Gillette. Um, and then we have the one that we're down over in Sundance and then statewide though, we're still hurting. We're 42 troopers down right now across the state. My goodness. So, um, yeah, we are definitely in need of some folks. So, um, it's a little bit of a, a thankless job at times, but, um, intrinsically rewarding. So, um, anybody that's ever thought about it, man, come, come knock on our door. The White Ot Shop is right there up above Home Depot here in Sheridan. Um, that's where our um, we have an office up there as well. You can find us or they can get a hold of me um, if I'm not around there. And I would love to talk to you about the job, what it entails, and what we do. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a great job, man. And, uh, I mean, I just think about mornings like today that, that things were successful and it was a good, it was a good morning. Um, so, yeah, come visit with us. We would love to talk to you about the job and uh, get get that process started for you. Great public service. Serve and protect our uh, our freeways, our highways. Uh, it is a road job, uh, and, uh, and, and it is absolutely vital. LT, thank you for taking some time with us today. Uh, I greatly appreciate the call. I am so glad that situation ended up the way that it did. And uh, you and your team, be safe out there, my friend. Thanks, Floyd. Take care, buddy. You be safe. Enjoy your summer, man, and hopefully I see you next month. Yes, sir. All right, when we return, we're going to speak with the Downtown Sheridan Association. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Services tailored for you specifically. 
to help your business become compliant, tax efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all of your financial bases and making informed decisions. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Do you love what you do? Well, I do. Hi, this is Jill Bates with Best Real Estate. I have the pleasure of working with many amazing people every day, assisting them with the next chapter, whether buying or selling. Real estate is not just looking at pretty homes. There are lots of hoops, steps, and challenges to overcome and people to coordinate to achieve a successful closing. We don't expect you to know what to do. You don't do this every day like we do. Let me and my outstanding and caring team at Best Real Estate be your guide and make the start of your next chapter a success. Give us a call today, 675-BEST. As always, make it a great day. Brokered by EXP. We're Captain Clean, and we care about your healthy lifestyle. All of the products we use every day are 100% safe. But if you still have doubts, ask about our 100% all-natural green carpet cleaning services. We are a family-owned and operated business, and your health and ours is always at the forefront of every decision we make. Captain Clean, your premier cleaning company, offering affordable choices for healthy I'm talking with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda. Tommy, hi. Did you know that Honda has the best gas mileage of any national brand? Oh, that's huge these days. It definitely is. And it's no secret that new cars are hard to find. So Honda's offering more peace of mind when buying used. The Honda Certified Warranty comes with extended powertrain coverage, a free oil change, and 90 days of Sirius XM Radio. Well, discover the best way to buy used at Sheridan Honda. Stop in today. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends over there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. My next guest is the executive director of Sage Community Arts. She's also a board member on the Downtown Sheridan Association Board of Directors and the committee chair for Third Thursdays. Welcome back to the show, Miss Mrs. Jill Benson. I always do that, and you'll have to forgive me on that one. Always good. <laughs> How are you doing? Fabulous as always. Good, good. You look great. Thanks. Uh, feeling good. How's Sage doing? Sage is rocking. It's just fabulous. It's it's my happy place, and it's just and it's cultivating that in the community. So it's it is fabulous as well. And and you guys are making great partnerships over there. Uh, which mm-hmm. which is absolutely amazing. And one of those uh, jobs that you like to do, uh, just to let everybody know, uh, Zoila Perry is actually at that Main Street Reconstruction public meeting that LT Jorgensen was talking about. A massive project that YDOT and the city of Sheridan are going to be working on next year. Now, Jill, as a leader uh, downtown, and an executive director of Sage Community Arch, which is located on Main mm-hmm. Street. What are your concerns regarding the Main Street project that will be around? 
You know, I think when we first look at what that project is going to do, it, um, there's so many sides to come to it from. It's like there's some needed needing the utilities done, but especially coming after the I've really been thinking of this driving down the main street and seeing the vitality, the lot, how alive it is. We recently had an artist come into town to drop off one of the sculptures and he's like, this town is just so alive. I've just, and he was, had been installing a couple other towns and some similar size, some bigger. And he's like, you're the most alive that I've seen here. And so to hear that we're back to that vitality that we've been in, my concern is to be that we can continue that through that, construction year especially it still feels so soon after 2020 when we'd be driving down and there was nothing yeah and that we've bounced back so quickly relatively speaking um just that we can keep that going but i think there has been an energy coming from covid uh, and all the shutdowns that everyone wants to see that vitality that liveness staying around and so i think once again we'll just have to have our creative minds come in to play i mean we persevered through this national worldwide shutdown, this truly is going to be, this is a limited thing. This isn't something that each week is going to be coming up being like, oh, now it's going to be another three months sit down. Oh, you know, this is, oh, now there's this thing. It's like, this is truly a project that we can see a limited time thing. We have it. We have a deadline. We have a deadline. And it's, it's something that we have control over it being a deadline, not some virus that's like, oh, just kidding. One more variant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think this is, we've already done the biggest hurdle this town has seen. And yeah. so I think this is just another one of like, we have that creativity in our mind of how are we going to keep by being vital. And uh, a lot of us leaders of that are really centered down in the downtown, we know how crucial it is to keep it alive, keep our business, keep our partners you know, functioning and going down there. So I think there's a lot of good ideas in the works of what we're going to do. We're going to keep, uh, you know, that's why Zoila is there getting that information right now. And that tomorrow they're also offering another uh, public session at four o'clock at ERA Carroll Realty uh, in their conference room. So the public and more of the leaders and everyone of the downtown um, and around because, you know, the downtown affects everything else as well. And yeah. so that's another session for everyone to be able to get to and go to and, and know what's going on, know what the plan is, know that there is conversations continually going so that it's not going to be a, well, we're shut down, twiddle our thumbs. We're, yeah, now what? Now what? No, there is going to be a plan going in into this whole construction project that we will still be able to keep our partners alive, keep events going. We'll uh, be a little different probably, uh, but we'll make sure that they still happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I, I getting back from vacation, uh, I like to do staycations, really. Yes. I, I like <laughs> to stay within the Cowboy State. <laughs> and uh, this year, I really took the time, my wife and I, to, to walk in various downtown areas and the little towns that we visited. And one thing that I want people to know is I'm not talking negatively on any other Wyoming town. What I am going to do is tell you how great uh, Sheridan downtown actually is. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of empty shops, folks, out there in in these other little towns. And it's heartbreaking, you know, when you walk through there. uh, uh, One particular town I walked in, spoke with a business owner who'd been there for, I think he said, 15 years. 
And he said, you know what, believe it or not, uh, you know, even with all the empty shops, it's better than it was. So it's it's coming, you know, and I'm like, wow. But yeah. just seeing that tape and that cardboard in the windows is just, it's just heartbreaking. So, uh, you know, to come home, to walk downtown Sheridan and see that vitality, mm-hmm. see that life, see all the shops and the businesses, uh, not just operating, but looking good. Yes. You know, it is such an attractant for people. Even, you know, maybe I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing a little hometowning here, but the fact of the matter is if I was going to walk in a downtown in northern Wyoming, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk in our downtown. For sure. You know, it's it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's vital. There's so many different shops I can go into. There's so many different places I can go in. So Art much. galleries. I mean, there's really no comparison on the same level as us. Yeah. Uh, in the area and it's just it's just absolutely vital so uh mm-hmm. you know and and a lot of that that makes that happen folks is you out there uh supporting your local businesses now are you and your team already devising workarounds uh for this possibility up at sage community arts uh, yeah. for the main street project and um for sage in particular we're already just around the corner enough from main street that we're right there but we still have that kind of around the corner mentality that we have to like how do we pull people directly off make that few extra steps so um and we're almost you know split in that block so we get from what is that brooks and in so we're sages um we already kind of have that built into our everyday of like which ways do we pull from and and going but the the other team we're really working on and my sage team watches this as well as the sheridan public arts Uh, like uh, we're getting most of our statues uh, from this year in and getting some moved around. And then some of those that we love and are on those permanent um, concrete bases will have to go temporary somewhere else because they're right on the corner, right there on the main street where we love to see. Oh, wow. Wow. I, you know, I didn't even think of that. The art's going to have to be stored. Mm-hmm. And so we'll um, we'll see a lot of sculpture movement next year, but that's just truly a temporary thing and you know maybe through someone we'll find a, like actually this one speaks to this place or like yeah yeah no it doesn't go here but it, it will go back so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh knowing that the beloved sculptures next year a lot of their movement will just be uh where do we because there's it's a great problem to have but we have you know 120 some sculptures on the permanent collection so right down the main street and it's like not a lot of storage space those. So and some of those be, are pretty good size. Mm-hmm. The, you know, like one of the my favorites is the boss, the big rhino. He takes up a, a fair space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His, his presence for sure. So we'll be seeing those move around, but it'll be fun to knowing that kind of on a temporary basis, seeing how they spread out, how we saturate some more of our side streets, pull them out and around and, you know, start to see some of our other businesses that are around the corner, not facing main street but just the slightly off sides hopefully we're able to with that pull them around that way so those two teams we are have some really good plans in place of how to keep that going and and then to be another partner for the the main street facing businesses that will only have sidewalk access no parking access anymore so how how can we help drive traffic around to them from us that might still have some 
street parking. So, I mean, there's a lot going on and a lot mm-hmm. being considered. Uh, we're looking at crowd control. We're looking at uh, movement through the streets and how we're going to coordinate that. So, uh, you know, this there's just a lot to this project. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm looking forward to the end result of this thing because it's yes. only going to help. Uh, and like you yes. said, there is a deadline. Where it's not going to be one of those situations where YDOT shows up and says, oh, another year. Oh, you know, (laughs) we're going to add a street uh, or anything like that. Right. So uh, uh, going on, let's uh, talk about, uh, for those who don't know, what is Third Thursday? It is this fantastic festival that's been going on for many, many years. Um, It's actually the easiest committee I've I've been on because it just runs so well, so adding being the chair of it was not too big of a yes to say um but it happens june through september the third thursday of each one of those months is when the whole main street from uh, coffee and burkett down to dow i believe or alger it shuts down vendors of all sorts uh from businesses to homemade goods to art sales to other sorts of wares food trucks come in and it's just this celebration of the downtown uh, right in the heart of our Sheridan and so we can pull in outskirt businesses come in too so we can um, those that we might not always be able to walk to are right in the downtown they have this presence for this evening festival once a month and it's so vibrant and alive to see so many people, and especially this one coming up this week. June is one of our biggest because it always runs up with the Bighorn Trail Run. And so we have this huge, you know, there's at least 1,100 runners, just the runners coming in for this race. Wow. And then all of their support crews and families. So we have this huge influx coming, and it's, again, it's such a great way to showcase what Sheridan does and what our downtown can do for everyone if we see all these people you know they're come national some even come international and they see this vibrant town that's supporting them alive having all these businesses and the food trucks and um you know later in the summer we'll also have some uh farmers markets with it and there's like this is a live little rural town it's like mm-hmm. we're we're thriving we're kicking it here and then we'll send you off and because the next morning the 100 milers take off and we we bless them for their 24 <laughs> to 35 hours of running. <laughs> God, goodness, I just could not imagine. Are you a runner? Yes-ish. I'm, <laughs> I'm planning to move forward for the 50 mile. Oh, good for you. Yeah, there will be forward progress made for 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a confession. Uh, the only reason I ran was I was in the Army and I had to pass mm-hmm. a physical training test. Oh, I do not enjoy that price. Some people, though, they find their, uh, my wife finds mm. like a meditative state yeah. when, when she's doing it. And, and she just absolutely loves it. So yeah. the next third Thursday, we're looking at uh, this coming Thursday, correct? Uh, 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 what are we going to see? We're going to see so many things. We're, we're really getting a great lineup of food trucks. A lot of them will be on Grinnell Plaza, kind of the concentration there. But we're also going to uh, have Art Alley, and that's uh, on Brundage Street right in front of Sage and uh, in between the Y.O. That's where we try to concentrate a lot of our artist-specific booths. So we'll have booths that a lot of my artist members have set up. There'll be things for sale. We'll have a creation station, free supplies for people to come and 
try out the arts. We had a similar booth at um, Trail Fest last weekend, two weekends ago, and it was we were busy all day. It just was oh, so fun so to see the kids, the parents come in and just get to like play with a medium that they had never been able to do before, wanted to get back to. And uh, our partners at the Wildflower uh, Learning Center will be helping us run that, promoting their school as well. And then for a lot of my members who don't have a full booth ready, we're going to have a yart sale. Yart. Uh-huh. I like that. <laughs> I We definitely I took that from some previous directors. I thought it was the greatest word ever. Uh, and so my members can bring down, you know, two or three pieces that they have when their collection ready to go and they will um, be able to sell it there. So smaller pieces, but they'll still be able to have their presence at Art Alley and Third Thursday without having to do a full full booth. And and that night, because Sage loves to do all and everything, we also have our gallery opening oh, uh, for our newest show. So fantastic. our artist will be in town, and he has a sculpture in front of Best Out West, so the Third Thursday crowd can also get to see that and... Uh, you know, more of what we'll see down at Third Thursday The on the main stage will be Cruisin' is our headline music for the night. And that's a rock and roll band. Uh, truly fun. Really great group. Uh, so that'll be, they'll keep the music alive and vibes going for the night. Um, and then also you see, you know, we'll get they, uh, a lot of our other nonprofit partners are down there being able to promote what they're doing. Um, and then many, many different vendors selling their wares that they're, they've been working on uh, from handcrafted things to other um, types of interior decorating and whatnot. Um, and then interactive booths for, for kids. There's been um, the fire departments come down. They get to have some demonstrations for um, different techniques and stuff that they worked in, like an interactive for kids to be able to, to not have that fear, understanding what's going on with yeah, that. Yeah. Um, ice creams and snow cones and all the other stuff too for for that and last year we had the axe throwing so that was also exciting <laughs> so <laughs> yeah anything you can think of we probably have going on down at third thursday it's just such a vibrant live festival to be part of uh, what time is that going to start it starts at five and goes till nine five to nine and then mm-hmm. you could also go in and visit sage community arts and meet the artist mm-hmm. uh it's fantastic now i've only got about 30 seconds left if i yeah. wanted to volunteer for this where do i go you go to our um the dsa website um downtown sheridan and then um you can fill out the volunteer form and you can there's so many opportunities to volunteer for a setup breakdown or just kind of helping people map out and figure out where they want to go and what to find so you can actually be a part of this folks jill i want to thank you for coming in today and uh, keeping us informed on what's going on oh you're so welcome thanks for having me (laughs) all right you've been listening to public pulse on 930 kroe 103.9 fm shared This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
Girl, you got a bass that just won't quit. Dang. Would you please stop ogling my bass? I can't take my eyes off it. Can I have a photo of it? Who takes pictures of someone else's bass? Uh, No, uh, not for me. Uh, It's for the Fisher Bass Off Contest at CharityMedia.com. Sponsored by Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and Blodo and Lumber. You can win a $500 gift card from each sponsor. Okay, you can enter photos all summer long until Labor Day, right? Yep, and then one winner will be drawn and win the gift cards. Hey, could I maybe get a copy of that picture? There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Get your $1 any size hot coffee with caramel paired with a sausage McMuffin. Right now, buy one sausage McMuffin and get another one for just a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Now that is a very unusual hat. I wonder what's under a hat such as that. Maybe it's a kind of hat-wearing... Cat, I can see that you've got quite a mind for your age. You might know me from a Dr. Seuss page. But soon you can see me on the Wild Theater stage. Make sure to catch Seussical Jr. June 15th through 18th at 7 p.m. at the Wild Theater. Directed by Tyler Rogers and Stephanie Zukowski, Seussical Jr. features 60 young performers. For tickets, visit the Wild Theater box office or wildtheater.com today. Hey Sheridan, it is finally race week for the Bighorn Trail Run, and we at Fremont Toyota of Sheridan are hosting a community-wide welcome party. Join us on Thursday the 16th at Whitney Commons for live music, food trucks, and activities for the entire family. Come on down and meet some of these incredible athletes who are running 100 miles in the Bighorns. The Stacy Page Memorial 2-Mile Walk will take place between 3 to 5 p.m. and is free and open to the community. We look forward in welcoming back this great event to Sheridan. Checks continue to be the subject of more fraud than any other form of payment. First Federal Bank and Trust will help you stay one step ahead with positive pay for business. Our positive pay service detects fraudulent checks early and prevents them from being paid. We believe in avoiding the hassle of check fraud investigations so you can focus on the best parts of your business. Contact Kim Wells, First Federal's cash management officer, to get started with positive pay today. First Federal Bank and Trust, your partner in success. Member FDIC. Broadcasting from the Jill Bates and Best Team Studio. Brokered by EXP. K-R-O-B. Share. 